Welcome, everybody, to another FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast number 134. Richard Taylor, the son of Rich Taylor, who is a longtime friend of mine, and I've known him for a long time, and it's depressing in a way to do this podcast for reasons that you will hear later on in the show. FXR Racing designed by racers for racers. The 2021 gear is out now. Tickle, Nicoletti, uh, Richard Taylor, uh, uh, so many guys wear FXR Racing. And uh, their 21 stuff is really, really good. They've done a good job with it. And you can get it and save with Pulpamex 20 code from the folks at FXRRacing.com and Racetech Suspension as well. Thanks to folks at Racetech. Pulp 20 is a code to save. Get some springs, get the oil changed, get bushings done, seals, that kind of stuff in your suspension. Show it some love and get some motor work done. They repair motors or they modify motors. And uh, uh, guys like Alex Ray are using Racetech Suspension and Motors uh, to go out there and, and do a great job, as along with Ben LeMay and others. So please, Racetech.com for more information on that. Thank you to Namira Pistons, Maxis Tires, Firepower Oil Chains and Batteries, all on board and supporting this show. And uh, really, really appreciate that. Thank you, people, for listening to it. Let's dive into uh, Richard Taylor, shall we? All right, everybody, as promised, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast, number 134. It's uh, a kid that I know pretty well over the years, watched him grow up, actually, and uh, makes me feel really old. It's Richard Taylor. What's up, Richard? How are you, man? Good. I'm super pumped to be on. It's cool to finally do one of these. Like I listened to all your stuff anyway, so it's awesome to actually be on the podcast. Yeah, no, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, i got to get you up here for a pulp show. I've been asking your dad to come up and, and drag you up, so hopefully that happens in the in the near future. And, and like I said, you're making me feel old because like literally like when I started as a mechanic, your dad was still racing. So uh, it's really depressing to do this, Richard. <laughs> yeah, it's like an Evan Ferry type thing. Yeah, on other version. Yeah, it it, it really is. Because uh, yeah, I remember when your dad was probably you know twenty seven, twenty eight, and uh, and and a really good privateer and all of that. So uh, we'll get through this though. Uh, thank you to FXR Racing and Race Tech Suspension. FXR, you normally wear FXR, don't you? Yeah, FXR. Uh, I love it. Great stuff. I've did the photo shoot for their twenty one stuff, and I'll be back in it right after Paula. So I love the stuff. I told uh, I shot Andy White at FXR a note. Uh, I think some of the tickle stuff has looked really good. Um, not the rainbow colored stuff. I mean that's okay, but uh, there's like a gray, blue, black stuff that Tickle's been wearing, and it's twenty one stuff, and I love it. It looks really good. Yeah, I did. I did that on the Suzuki for the uh, photo shoot. It looks really good on a Suzuki too, and I kind of like how they're bringing back some like traditional yellow it's been all day glow i feel like the yeah. past few years yeah. and now there's like some normal yellow again which i think is pretty cool for sure thank you to namira pistons maxis tires firepower uh oil firepower chains firepower batteries as well for coming on this show with richard taylor um hey man i gotta be su- so i want to talk to you about supercross and jumping in there but um how did the the rock river yamaha deal come together for you i, I was actually surprised i didn't know anything about it I, you know i talked to your dad your dad obviously owns x-brand goggles and and uh, I've been affiliated with them for a long time. And I didn't know anything about this. Uh, how did the 450 ride with Rock River come together? Yeah, basically, so um, my original whole plan for the summer was to do all the American Nationals on a Suzuki 450. And I ended up, uh, we'll get into it, but I ended up going to Canada for their whole outdoor series. And when I got back, the series was already um you know, the next one I could do was Millville. And obviously it's real far from me in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, Mike Duclos was nice enough to loan me a bike for the remaining four, just so I could have the opportunity to fly out to these last few races and do them. So yep. he was awesome enough to provide me with all the things I needed to 
get to these races and get some experience and uh yeah i took him up on it and i'm i'm really pumped and i really appreciate it and thank him so much because i've been having a lot of fun on the yamaha yeah uh yeah mike DeClose, of course the owner of rock river yamaha and, and joey crowns on there similar similar deal to yours i think kind of like and and mason gonzalez maybe mason gets a little bit more support but it sounds like mike is just like hey if, if you want to race i'll bring you a bike you know i'll supply you a bike and, and i'll cart it around and he's giving guys a shot i like that yeah no it's awesome and it's a really big support thing at the race too like being out of the semi truck they make food for us like in between practice and the motos uh there's parts on board it's it's really a a big help compared to just showing up in a van so yep uh it's a really it's a cool experience i've never really had this before so i'm really enjoying it you're uh, you're a taller kid uh is that why you decided 450 is that all they had or why the 450 Oh yeah, I'm 450 guy all day. I'm <laughs> just about six three. Yeah, uh, about 175, 180 pounds. I, I struggle on 250s and outdoors at least. Sure. Um, Supercross, yeah. I can kind of get away with it a little bit more. Right. But uh, outdoors, just me being so big, it's just I, I really gotta ride, ride the heck out of it to make the thing go fast. And uh, my style anyway is I like to shift it up a gear and lug the bike around and mm-hmm. just kind of be smoother and pick lines and things like that and i feel like that's much more of a 450 thing anyway and right. all through amateurs i've always done better on 450s and now i feel like i'm actually able to uh kind of show my speed on a 450 yeah it's uh it's one of those things man and, and there's so many factory bikes in the 250 class and if you don't got one and you're a bigger dude uh, uh, yeah it, it, i get it for sure um how do you like so you, you rode suzuki's forever right your dad tested for suzuki and you, you're you're tight with those guys uh, how do you like the the Blue Crew 450? I'm a fan, as you know, Richard. Uh, I think the bike is amazing. Uh, what do you think, though? No, it's great. The engine, as everybody kind of knows, is unbelievable. Um, the suspension's great. And uh, with the help of Ricky and Bill and Kaipo and everyone at KYB, they really helped me dial in a last-minute um, suspension setting and helped me get the bike working really, really well for me. Uh, it's very stable and corners well, and I love my Suzuki's and I love Chris Wheeler and everyone at Suzuki and they've helped me so much over the years. And yep. even after Paula, I think I'll be back on Suzuki's, but mm-hmm. yeah, the Yamaha is great and it really wasn't that hard to get used to at all. I rode one day before Millville on one. Oh really? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> I rode one day before Millville and, uh, showed up and I'm, I'm right at home right away. So it's yeah. great. I love it. What about the sucking sound? The intake sound <laughs> that, that takes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, to. it's loud. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Right. Uh, no, they're, the motors are great. Right. Uh, they handle well. They, they, they're a little wide, but, you know, you're a bigger guy anyway, so it doesn't, you know, that shouldn't really bug you. I've always had the theory, you know, and for as much as they've won shootouts and as much as they've done well, uh, racing hasn't always been the best. And I've always had this theory that bigger dudes like the bike better and do better on it. Uh, Millsaps or Fossiati or AP or whatever. Um, you know, I've always found that, that. I've always had this theory where I think big guys can, can ride it better. Yeah, and I feel like that's right. And I also... Thanks to Guts Racing, I also run a 10 millimeter uh, taller seat on it mm-hmm. just to be even higher on it. Yeah, and I love that. I feel like it kind of puts me on top and over the front a little bit more. I know like it's kind of more of a vague feeling with the front wheel on them, so it helps me stay over the front, mm-hmm. and keep that wheel planted, and uh, and yeah. I also I know the seats kind of break in a little bit quick, so the tall seat just gives you some more cushion and some uh, better position for me. I feel like 
everyone who's tried it, even shorter guys, I feel like they like that little bit taller seat that I've talked to. Yeah, uh, Preston is a big fan of that. They put it on for me. They said, you got to try this taller seat. I have short legs. I'm six feet tall, but I got short legs, and I didn't like it. I felt like it was kicking me in the ass. Uh, Kiefer likes it, though. I'm sure you've talked to him about it. He's a fan of that on that for sure. Yeah, no, it works good for me. Just being taller, I don't have to. But like, I have really long legs, so yep. it's, I'm sure it's a different perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, what's been? You haven't got a point yet in 450s. Uh, close. You've been there. What's been the? What's been your overall thoughts of your races you've lined up for so far? Uh, honestly, going in, I had no expectations. As well as like the same approach I did Supercross with earlier in the year, I kind of just went in doing my best to see where I'd be. I had no idea where I'd be. And honestly, in Supercross and in Motocross as well, like I'm kind of pleasantly surprising myself with um, where I'm at. Mm -hmm. uh, I, On paper, it doesn't look great. Uh, I've had some a few bike issues. I've had three DNFs out of the four, um, the four outdoor pro motos I've raced. But mm -hmm. the one was a 23rd that I did finish, and yeah. I started in dead, dead last. And uh, in WW, I was in the points both motos when I had to pull off. So we just had some issues that um, are completely fixed for this next round. I'm riding a different bike that uh, Rock River is supplying me. So I'll, I shouldn't have any issues at the next two rounds. And uh, yep. my real expectations for myself now that I see where I should be and where what I can do is I really want to be in the points. And if I'm not in the points, I won't really be happy with that. Uh, just considering I came from last to 23rd, at millville i feel like if i just get a halfway decent start i can should absolutely be there so i'm really excited to go and see if i can put it in and get some points in these last few rounds was it your dad's fault your dnfing please tell me it was what was, uh, was it? please tell <laughs> no me. okay I, it, no it wasn't he 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 does a good job i <laughs> i know we like to get he, he's nice enough to come with me to these races he doesn't have to and he, yeah. he flies with me to all these last nationals so he's been he's been good there's been some issues that he has caused in the past on the bike, but none of these are his fault. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully you got it handled. Yeah, hopefully you got it fixed, right? Um, yeah, no, it'll be fixed for for the uh, upcoming rounds. What about uh, what about Speedy and his crash? What about that thing? Oh, oh my, my gosh! <laughs> and Hampshire. And Hampshire. I think Gonzalez's was worse though, dude. They're so high in the air, and he's just <laughs> jumping off. Oh. I stayed with Ben LeMay all weekend at okay. WW. We were in the same hotel. We were yeah. talking about it. And we're like, man, like, I didn't see a kicker on that thing. Did you? And he's like, no, I didn't hit a kicker all day off that. So I have no idea uh, what they hit. A -Ray was they in, groomed it. Well, A-Ray was in studio on Monday and said on the left there was a kicker. He But he went right all day long. So Yeah, I uh, never even saw it, honestly. I'm, I mean, I'm glad I didn't see right. it. <laughs> Did you go left or right, though, up it? I was going kind of right in the middle. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool to see you out there for sure, and, and uh, yeah, it's you've been close for sure to get in points. So, have you surprised yourself? Like, you, I know you said you went in with no expectations. Did you and you want to score points for the for the last two? But uh, is that surprising to you, or did you think you'd be around there? Uh, the goal originally was to be in the points all year, but just never doing it or never racing any of these, yeah. you never really know where you're going to be. Um, at Millville, I was B practice, just being at my first ever mm -hmm. ever outdoor, and uh, I barely got in the show. Like I was like, oh man, maybe I'm more like a 35th place guy, which I never want to be happy with. But I'm like, dang, maybe that's where I'm at this weekend. But it's really like crazy how much fitness matters compared to an amateur race yep, at, yep. at national. And uh, I've been training uh, 
with Daniel Laub, who's kind of like Peter Park, was Roxon's guy for yep. a while in Santa yep. Barbara and Cincerillo. And uh, I contacted him and I got set up with Daniel Laub. And I've, I've had a trainer for about a year almost now. And uh, it's really crazy to see like these guys can go so fast and they'll pass you at the beginning of the race. And that's things I need to work on. But then like 20 minutes to 30 plus two, I, I go by like 10 guys. It's yeah. crazy how, how bad guys fade. So it's it, yeah. It's cool. You're it's to- cool to like see that my fitness can come into play and I can really come back and like right. make a charge at the end. You uh listen, you're a SoCal kid, your dad's connected, you, you know, you know a lot of top riders. So it's not like, you know, this is a a totally foreign thing to you, but is it a little intimidating or are you kind of like I belong here with these guys and and you know, I I know these guys and you know, you ride with them at GH or or Paula or wherever or or d- does it intimidate you a little bit for some of the names? Um, well, my first ever supercross start in the heat race in Salt Lake City was my first ever one. Yeah, the COVID crosses, and I started right in between Ferrandis and Craig, like first ever pro gate drop. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like I know they're so good and they're so gnarly, and I'm like new. It was almost not even ner- like I wasn't even yeah. nervous. Yeah, well, because like, you've been gonna... around these guys too, right? Like, I yeah, think... and at the practice tracks, like I know. I, I'm like able to hold my own at a practice track and, and be pretty close to some of these really good guys. And right. then you go to the race and like, you know, obviously the practice track is not the racetrack. They're so much better at the racetrack, but it's cool to like, I don't know. I, I'm not very intimidated. I'm around them a lot of the yep, time and yep. they're just guys on dirt bikes. Like yeah. I was in the first qualifying session at WW and I was like in between Cincerillo and Barsha and right. Osborne and all these guys. And like, at first I'm like, Oh man, like this is kind of crazy. But then like, you kind of think about it and like, we're all just people racing dirt bikes. Like mm-hmm. they're not special. So. No, no, no. And that's why I wasn't, I was a little hesitant to ask you cause you know, you are that way. I've known you a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't really apply, you know, to you, but I wanted to yeah. ask it anyways. Um, yeah, it's interesting to, uh, to see now, did I see you in one of these LCQs? You did, yeah. Millville. Millville, I, okay, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I was saying is I was B practice and I rode like a complete squid in the first B practice. Just maybe it was just trying to get the track down or nerves or whatever. But um, I had to go through the LCQ and I didn't even legitimately make it in. I was an alternate and got in the first moto. Like some guys got hurt in practice. And then uh, it's kind of funny, like, having to go through the lcq and then being 23rd in the motos like yeah really right shows how how important lap times are in practice no it is it's insane and that's why like a guy like a ray almost sees god 14 times <laughs> in qualifying right like it is just that's what that's what has to happen right so yeah you got to kind of like now that i'm in a group and my dad was telling me now that i'm in a group is i just kind of got to get I just got to get behind like Osborne or someone and just close my eyes and yeah. and pin it for a lap and see how close I can stay. Yeah. And that'll, he was telling me his last, one of his last nationals at Glen Helen, he got behind Ernesto Fonseca. He was filming for that Supercross. Oh, movie yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that he was retired for a while. So right. he came back and was filming for Supercross the movie and he got behind Fonseca. And I guess he qualified like 15th or something <laughs> after being retired for like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I believe it, man, for sure. Uh, Max's tires, uh, Justin Rodbell crushing it 
with Max's tires yeah. and A-Ray and, and, uh, and Justin Smith as well. Max's scoop tire is what they used this past weekend at WW Ranch and MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath. Uh, please check them out. Minion mountain bike tires are amazing as well. MXSTs, I got a set on my bike. Maxis.com for more information on that. Light truck tires as well. I want to thank the folks at Firepower for coming on board. Uh, we're over 50 years experience in industry. Firepower commits to quality, value, and service for your machine. They've got the chains made in Japan. They've got the Featherlite lithium batteries. But then now they've got oil, and uh, it's built from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer and is the highest quality, firepowerparts.com. And, uh, of course, Namira Pistons as well, from two wheels to four, from weekend warriors to winter X Games, and guys like A-Ray. And Namira's advanced piston technology has increased engine performance and reliability. Without increasing your budget, go to Namira.com, visit them on Instagram, uh, forging champions one piston at a time. Thank you to all those guys, and, of course, the folks at Racetech, and, of course, the folks at FXR, designed by racers for racers. If you want the same gear that Richard Taylor normally wears, Pulp MX20 is the code to save at FXRRacing.com. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Race Tech. So this is the Privateer Island Life Podcast number 134. Um, one of the benefits for, well, not, maybe not a benefit, but one of the sweet things uh, for you, Richard, is uh, whether it's WW Ranch or whether it's Millville, like getting out there on these tracks has got to be pretty cool. Like just you've read, you've read about them, you've watched videos, you know, your dad's raised a ton of them. It's got to be cool to be out there. Oh, absolutely. Showing up at Millville and going and walking just out of the pits for the first time and looking at right after the Chatapult, there's that step up. Like, it was unbelievable. You don't realize how big these hills and elevation <laughs> changes are. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was with Wagemans and we were walking out there and uh, we looked up and, like, we had no, we could not believe how big the hill actually was after that. Cause on TV, it just looks like a jump. Yeah. And then Mount Martin was vertical like almost more than glen helen like it's crazy you don't even understand till you get there and i can only imagine like people who show up at glen helen for the first time like obviously i'm there every single week but yeah if someone shows up at glen helen for the first time it's probably crazy for them too yeah I, you mean i got buddies that come down for the world vets right and they're just like holy shit and i'm like yeah like dude, <laughs> your, your, your front end's coming up you know what i mean you're leaning off the back like it, it's gnarly and same thing with that mount martin for sure you know it's uh it's pretty, pretty intimidating, pretty impressive for sure. Um, uh, hey, so uh, you're coming off an ACL, did, but you, have you done it twice? What did you? Did yeah, you this hurt? is my second one. That's what I thought. Okay, so you've got two ACLs, which kind of sets you back a couple of times, right? Like now, uh, are they were they same knee, separate knee, both knees? Opposite knee. Oh, dude. So that has to blow. The the, the last one you did, which was what two years ago now, or, or a year and a half, yeah, whatever I did it was it in November. Okay. Um, you had to have been just crushed. Yeah, I was actually at HEP Suzuki's test track, um, and it was like my fourth lap, and <laughs> I was out there with Pipes was out there just uh -huh. watching everyone, and he, I, I wadded in the whoop, like my foot slipped off in the whoop section actually and hit the ground, and that's what tore it, and then I went over the bars. I was fine from crashing, but mm -hmm. I kind of knew immediately I was just in denial. I yeah, was like yeah. sitting on the side <laughs> of the track, and then. I tried to ride some more. Dusty didn't think like, I mean, obviously, like from the outside, you wouldn't know. I wasn't like, oh, man, I'm like actually really messed up. But Dusty's like, oh, go out there and ride, man. And like they were thinking I was like intimidated of the Supercross track. It's like, oh, right, man, right. it's cool. Like it's your first year. I'm like, no, like I'm good. I just I just can't like it hurt. <laughs> well, you, you already did one. So you know that, right? When was the first one? When did you do the first one? Uh, back in like 2017. Okay. I was a B-class yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So So Pipes is trying to make you ride? 
With a torn ACL? <laughs> he yeah. didn't know in his ah. defense. And then a couple of weeks later, I guess my dad told him. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was telling him to get back out there and yeah. stop being a bitch about it. And right, that, yeah, right. it was fun. Oh, that's yeah, – yeah. <laughs> damn pipes. Um, Hey, like I never – obviously, I've known you for a long time, you and your brother. How's your brother doing? Is he back on a bike at all? I know he had a really bad crash. He did make it back to riding, right? I mean, I know it's not this serious, but is it – you know? Yeah, he's back. He actually just rode the other day. Um, it's just he like broke so oh, many bones in that freak crash. Is he okay? Is he permanently jacked up, or is he? Um, he's good. He, he like acts like a normal kid walking around, but like when he rides, he can only ride for like ten to fifteen minutes at a time, and his wrists and things just yeah. really bother him, just because oh. everything was messed up. Oh, so terrible crash. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, really a bummer for him. But he's like he's he's doing well, and he's he's been surfing a lot and. Just cool. being a normal kid, so right. yeah, he's he's good. Um, for you, like I know, like your dad's your dad's kind of one of those gnarly dads where it's like I ain't helping the kid unless he puts in the effort, and you know what I mean. And I, I you know, he didn't. You don't have a silver spoon, right? Like you had to do a lot of your stuff, and uh, and at times, you know, you and your dad butt heads. I'm sure. And I never really knew if you wanted to go down this route of being a professional. Um. I just didn't know. And it seems like you do. You, you, it seems like you do want to, you know, work hard and, and get in there. Uh, is that is that fair to say that you weren't always 100% committed and now you are? Yeah, well, I actually really didn't get into seriously racing um, until later. All these kids that are pro now, like, have been winning since they were, like, six and seven years old and been chasing the series and Loretta's and all that stuff. And I really – I never even went to amateur nationals or anything until right. I was on a big bike already. and. I was C class and did my years in C class and then got up to B class. So then I only did like, I've only been racing really not that long. Mm -hmm. These people have been racing twice as long as me. So, um, I've really been committed and into it, uh, since B class, I would say. And then now I've really been taking it seriously just cause I have to, if I ever want to be competitive, right. and I really want to be, I really want to get there. And I feel like it's kind of cool to finally be coming into my own and like, getting closer to where i want to be like top 20 top 15 and just keep increasing my goals as i achieve them and uh yeah. now i'm all like yeah i'm all in yep. uh, at the beginning i just got a late start i just got a really right, late right. start compared to a lot of these kids okay so yeah so this is the goal for you this is what you want to do this is absolutely yeah. i'm i'm all in this is my whole life and what i'm doing every single day is i'm trying to get better and riding all the time right. and now i'm now i'm here now i'm at these races and yeah. i'm really trying to do it so good. it's kind of crazy well good that's awesome no you, you certainly have talent you you make I, I don't know what it is about tall people like yourself you always make it look like easy and you got some you got style you got some skills i've watched you ride a, you know glenn helen and over the years and it's it's cool to see um so for supercross and it was a late I, I, late jump into the salt lake city stuff and you guys didn't even stay the whole time, which I felt was super weird, by the way. I told your dad that. But um, what what did you think? <laughs> you were on RMZ 250. You came in. You qualified pretty well. Uh, uh, you just missed the main, I believe. How how was it? It was awesome. I <laughs> they, told, they called me up, and they're like, hey, we need more riders for 250 West. And I – my original plan was to do with the whole 250 West series, but that was when I did my, my ACL again in November and I was out the whole thing. So, uh, I got a, a nice three days of practice, um, on a supercross track. 
I know you talked to Robbie and RJ about it yeah. in Salt Lake, and yeah. they were talking about it. I didn't even know which bike I was going to ride until the last day. Yeah, we had a lot of laughs about this, your your, your, <laughs> your program. Yeah, yeah. Yep, loose program. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I, yeah, I showed up, and again, zero expectation. I was nervous, uh, but I really, like, was kind of being a wimp about a lot of, like, the rhythm sections mm-hmm. and things, and I was just – I was qualifying like 24th, like not yeah. even tripling rhythm sections, like just doubling right. through. Uh, and I think a lot of that is because my, my corner speed was really good. And then just being a taller, longer leg kid, I mm-hmm. can get through the whoops pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like throughout the trip in Salt Lake, throughout the two rounds I was able to race, I did get better in rhythm. Like I started jumping stuff. Mm-hmm. I started getting more comfortable and getting closer. And yeah, I got 12th in both my heat races. Um, and then my LCQs, I just wasn't able to execute my start very well and couldn't get up to fourth. But I was really close, and it's kind of cool to see, like, if I actually get some good preparation yeah. and come in more ready, more than three days maybe next year, and <laughs> I can maybe get in the mains consistently. So I'm pumped on that. Would you go to 450s for Supercross in 21, or do you think you'll stick with the RMZ, or what's your plan for that rough, roughly right now? I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, I'm kind of – I've heard 450 Supercross is gnarly, is what everyone who's been racing is telling me, because you can actually overjump stuff. But my dad's like, nah, it's easier. Just do it. So we'll, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, <laughs> I, I, your, uh, dad, nah. your dad, I, I texted him about Supercross when you're up there in Salt Lake, and he's just like, ah, he's a pussy. Ah, it's like, oh my God, perfect, RT. That's that's perfect. I remember my first ever Arena Cross, when Arena Cross was gnarly. I yep. did the very last ones before like they were done with. And <laughs> I'm like, don't you think I should like try practicing going into a, a set of supercross whoops at least once yeah. before we go to a arena cross? He's like, no, nah, it's easy. You know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I got there and I'm like, oh my God, this yeah. is so gnarly. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, yep. he hasn't steered me wrong very much. Like, mm-hmm. even though he's telling me, like, I mean, he knows how skilled I am and he believes in me and knows I can do it. And yep. I really can. And, I'm proving it to myself, just showing up. Like he said, like I didn't have much practice. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. He's like, ah, just go race them. And I went and raced them, and I'm really glad I did because that experience and just the, being able to race yeah. a real supercross track with guys, it's it's insane. And I'm, I feel like I'm much more prepared than I would be if I didn't do that for next year. Obviously, you're tight with Suzuki, like we talked about. Your dad tested with them forever. You you've you've ridden them forever. Uh, do you like the RMZ250? Was it was the bike? You know, do you feel like it's a, look? It's not on the level of a Yamaha. I don't care. How, I know you got to be nice about them, Richard, but it's not on the level of a Yamaha. But you feel like it's is equal to everything else out there. Um, I believe that mine is really good. Yep. We got a JGR head, like off the sh- off the shelf JGR head that you yep. can buy. Um. And put a vortex ignition on it, maybe put a little lighter flywheel in it, and do do a few other things. I got my pro circuit exhaust. Pro circuit helps me a lot, and mine was really good. I feel like honestly, the power on a like a built RMZ 250 is just as good as a lot of things. Yeah. The only issue with it is the the power band is shorter, mm-hmm. so you just got to be shifting and stay in right. it. It's easier to fall off. Whereas if you're on like a good Yamaha. You can maybe be a little under RPM or, or over rev it, and it'll still go fast. Where the Suzuki, you just got to be constantly chasing that little point. Mm-hmm. But when you're in that zone, it's good. Um, yeah, uh, Troll Train's making it work for sure. You know, doing doing well. Yeah. So, uh, and RMZ 450. Look, it got uh, changed a couple years ago, three years ago. It's it's not really anything new now. I had one for a little bit. 
and I, they do get a bad rap. Look, yeah, the Kickstarter thing sucks. They they do need e start, but outside of that, man, the bike is good. Like it's skinny, it turns great, suspension's good, motor is probably a little soft, but you can easily bump that up. Like I, I feel like, and and sometimes I make fun of it too, as far as the kickstarting. But the bike is good. Oh yeah, and absolutely, they need to get an e start. I agree. Um, other than that, though, yeah, I was fully prepared to go race my RMZ 450 at these outdoor nationals, and I'm confident and happy with it and was excited to do it. I just uh, went a different route with that for these last yeah. four, but it's a good bike. Uh, f- absolutely. FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers. Brock Tickle, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Richard Taylor, just some of the guys using FXR out there, and 21 stuff is out now. Pulp MX20 is the code to save with FXRRacing.com. Uh, please check those guys out. And Race Tech as well. Race Tech Suspension, Race Tech Motors. Uh, get your motor work done. Get your suspension serviced. Use Pulp Code to save with anything from Race Tech. Get some springs put in. Uh, just dial your bike in and, and make sure that it works well, and uh, it'll re- definitely reward you. Um, all right, we got to touch on the Canadian thing for you, man. Uh, didn't go well. You went up there to ride a KX250 for the Sky uh, Cowie team, and uh, did you finish a moto? Did, a couple motos, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I finished a couple. I actually did the. Uh, I counted up everything, and I finished uh, just about fifty percent. I would get across the finish line, um, but yeah, they were all mud races uh, except the one Go yeah, for Dunes, which yeah. is like the gnarliest sand you've ever ridden in your life, as I'm sure you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we just kept having the same bike issue over and over. It was overheating. I ended up. It was overheating? Uh, well, you know the little, on a KX250, there's a little plastic black cap on the top of the left radiator. Yeah, for like burping and, it, uh, for like bleeding it, bleeding the water out, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that would overheat and melt and burst and blow coolant in my face pretty much every single moto. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, and yeah, my teammate Ryan Surratt was up there. We're super tight, really yep. good friends. We were up together the whole time. Uh he had a metal one on there, and I really wanted a metal one on my bike. And uh, I was pushing and pushing to get one, and I actually got one myself sent up, and I wasn't allowed to run it. Um, that makes no sense, though, Richard. That makes no sense. I heard this whole story, by the way. Uh, I just, why would you not be able to run that? I don't understand that. I don't get the it. The theory was if I ran that, I would blow all the coolant out of the bike and blow it up. And he didn't want me to blow up the bike, but I would blow that cap off before any coolant would even make it out the overflow. <laughs> So uh, listen, it was just kind yeah. of, I was over it. So I quit a race early and came home just cause I was probably going to do that two more times the next week Yeah, and yeah. got a head start on getting ready for Millville and riding four fifties again. So I'm, it was a cool experience. Like I'm thankful, like the sky racing team had me go up and, and try and do everything. And, uh, it was cool and getting to race those. Th- I feel like it made me more ready for these American nationals. Mm-hmm. I got to do a lot of 30 minute motos and race against some good guys and, Yep. get some exposure as well it just didn't work out for me and i'd love to go back to canada i love canada yeah, you, I got, you did 10th at walton or something or 11th at walton one year on a 450 yeah on a 450 last year right. i got uh 11th i think yeah uh well listen, i'd love to go yeah. back on a 450 <laughs> look al al dicks the team owner of the sky team he's not an easy guy to work for anybody who's ridden there will will tell you the same thing and i i don't know Al was a gnarly racer. He was really, really good. Your dad raced against him a bunch, I'm sure. Uh, but I, I question sometimes some of the stories I hear. I'm just like, come on. Come on, Al. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't look good when your bikes aren't finishing. And, and you know, it's not – sometimes it's it's not his fault. But 
God, I, I, some of the stories I hear, I just I can't believe it. So, um, you know, it sucks for you to do that. Uh, but on the other hand, too, like, yeah, with all the mud races, dude, that series didn't look like fun at all this year. Nothing looked fun. No, it was <laughs> like no joke, all mud, and then go for dunes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's uh, not not good that way. So so you'd go up if, if you had another chance with another team, you'd, go, you'd consider going back up? Absolutely. Yeah. I love the whole series. I like, I met tons of friends up there and yep. lots of people at the series and other teams and things are super cool. And I, I would absolutely love to go back up if I ever got the opportunity. Um, let's talk about your dad a little bit. Obviously the owner of X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere like Alex Ray. Cheers. <laughs> so many goddess, Ben LeMay, uh, Henry Miller, uh, privateer choice of goggles and, and they work really well. When's the new thing coming out, Richard? When's the new thing coming? I just tested yesterday, Glen Helen, another one. And okay. It's happening very soon. I know we say very soon every <laughs> single time. <laughs> wow. But really very soon, like seriously this time. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's been good. Um, uh, My dad may have may have jumped the gun on typing that <laughs> a couple, like a year or two ago. <laughs> yeah, just, just a tad. Just a tad. <laughs> um, so he's a great guy. Uh, uh, really, really funny. Great stories and everything else. How much... I mean, look, he's your dad, so you know it's one of those deals. Like, does he? Do, do you follow? Did you? Did you know about his stories? Do you watch old YouTube clips? You've watched Watch Google, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, you know, like, how's that? <laughs> what's that like? Been like having a dad like that, where everyone at the track is like RT, you know? Yeah, or you go to a Supercross and you can't walk more than like ten feet without stopping. When right. Supercross was normal, and someone has to talk to him for ten minutes, yep. and you walk another ten feet. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's cool, though. Like, he's got so much insight, and I like having him at the races because he's been to most of the tracks that we're racing now in the Nationals. And I actually was in Millville. A guy who I don't think followed the sport very well was talking to us. He was like, oh, yeah, like, have you raced up here before? I got, like, fifth in the Vet Series one year. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, I got fifth up here one year. And he was like, oh, what series? And he was like, no, like, <laughs> na- like the Nationals in the 250 class. I got fifth the moto. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, right? But, yeah, it's cool. He knows. He knows. Right. He's got so much knowledge and, and so much insight that it's really helpful to have him at the races. And, yeah, I've seen the infamous whole shot at Washougal <laughs> to KO. I don't TKO. think he likes watching that very much. but <laughs> No, he, he was uh, he was a very talented rider, great privateer for a long time, and, and a great test rider. So, you know, he can – I don't know. He doesn't get on a bike too much these days, does he? Yeah, he does. He actually rides a lot. Really? Okay. I thought going to call him. I'm riding a private track tonight. I was actually going to call him after this and see if I, he wants to load – the Suzuki up. And, I thought the and knee, ride. I thought the kneecap did him in, but he's been riding a little bit. Okay, all right. Yeah, he's been riding a little bit. Uh, well, actually, you may be right. He did mess his knee up a, a bit ago. Yeah, I actually don't think he's ridden since. Maybe you're right. I should talk to him more about that. I'll find <laughs> you, out. After you really this call. should. You should really find out. Um, <laughs> but he but he helps you with lines. I imagine he helps you with the bike setup, right? All that stuff, like very valuable. Oh, bike setup is massive. Yeah, uh, he can. I can tell him anything the bike's doing and. I'm a pretty good test rider myself just yeah, from being around from being him. Around, and I've sure. tested for Suzuki with him and yep. done so many bike tests for like Don Maeda and all these people. But he is like literally one of the greatest test riders of all time and can tell you anything. If I give him anything the bike's doing, he can tell me what yeah. to do to the bike. And he'll make adjustments. Like I'll mention something and he'll just make adjustments and it's better. Like right, he's right. really valuable with that. Yeah, and, uh, I could totally see that. I could see that him really helping out, you know? 
yeah like yesterday at Glen Helen I was actually on the phone with him like I'd go out for a couple of laps come back and talk to him and go out again so. <laughs> yeah no for sure uh he he did it for a long time you know and, and he was a very good rider I think looking back on it he'd probably wish he took it a little bit more seriously right I mean he was in a different era and you know there wasn't many rides available and all that stuff but I also feel like off the track he, he ran a loose program I don't know if he's mentioned that to you or if he's ever said that but I do feel like he probably wishes he took it a bit more seriously yeah, he's mentioned that he tries to drill that into my brain, like saying he he says like you're gonna wake up one day if you don't take it seriously, and you're really gonna wish that you you gave it everything you had when you had the chance because it's gonna be gone. So yeah, uh, he he trained hard his later his more later years. He's told me, and those were some of his best results ever. So I'm sure if he really did that earlier, he could have done better. But yeah, yeah he's yeah. Uh, he he was really good and. It's, I'm really lucky to be like his his kid and to have the knowledge that he has. Right, but I'm sure at the same time you guys have butted heads over the years, like like all kids and sons and dads, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he spends a lot of money to get me these places and to take me to my whole amateur races and back when I was all doing the whole amateur scene. It's it's really expensive, and I've even felt bad before. Like if you go all the way to all across the country to an amateur race and just what's that? Oh, you broke up and why many dads get mad and things like that but he's also tries to really keep it in check and he doesn't get too out of hand so he puts in the work if i'm putting in the work so it's really it's really nice yeah he told me that one time he said as long as the kid if he wants to work and do it i'll i'll you know i'll do everything i can to to get it in so um x-brand goggles of course uh his company that he started way back when with uh with your grandpa and his dad um how much do you work there do you work there at all do you have you what's this what's the story with x-brand no, the, the offices are in Agora Hills, and I go in every once in a while um, and help with some orders. I don't get paid or anything. I just of go course not. It. Yeah, no, 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 no. Ki- no kid would, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just go in and help when, when I'm needed or if a container comes in. Like when a container comes in featuring a new goggle at some point, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there unloading it, and it's lots and lots and lots of boxes. And uh, I help when I'm needed, Yeah, but I'm not in there like all the time yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah, but I figured at some point you would have, yeah, definitely been in there doing it, working for free. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> building laminates all day long. Oh God, I or bet. building all the. I was the gog- I was you. I was the goggle guy at the beginning supercrosses while I was hurt. That's true. That's uh, right. I saw you there. Yeah, walking around. Yeah. I was building all the goggles like you used to do, and yeah. delivering them and picking them up. I was that. Yeah, and I was just going to the races. Yeah, no, absolutely right. And then I remember I asked you about it. We were talking about it, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't get paid though." I'm like, "No, no. of course not." Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. That that would never that would never happen, right? So, uh, Richard Taylor. I could never oh. get mad about it though because. No, he pays yeah. for so much that I would get so much crap if I ever gave him crap. <laughs> no, nah, for sure. Richard Taylor on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 134. Um, all right, so Colorado this weekend, and then Paula. You've got to be looking forward to Paula. Oh, yeah. I ride Paula all the time. It's one of my further tracks for me, just living kind of closer to L.A., but I do ride there pretty often, and it's the only track that I'm racing this year that I've ridden before, so that's got to be an advantage they're also completely redoing the place so. i was gonna ask you about that i heard that so they've been closed for a month so i wonder how different it's gonna be yeah i mean i my friend went yes the other day and was like looking on the vet track and was looking over there and i guess it looks pretty cool they're they're building lots of big elevation stuff so we'll see it should be quite a bit different yeah really right um all right man well hey um thanks for the time i appreciate it uh good luck with everything uh, i've always you know, you and I know each other for a long time now over the years. I'm, I'm stoked that you're, you know, doing pretty well and 
And you look good, too. So I think it's only a matter of time, man, before you start getting in there a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I'm just – I'm really close, and I feel like I have speed, and I have yep. a lot of the things going for me, and I just got to get the experience and execute everything, get a little better starts and just – yeah, keep yeah. doing it and get there. I feel like I'm close. Yeah, I do. I do too. And it's awesome that uh, the close and the Rock River guys have given you a little bit of a shot here. And uh, and we'll see you in Supercross 21. I think for sure, right? Yeah, absolutely. I will be there. I don't know exactly what the plan is, but <laughs> I will be racing. Awesome, man. Well, Richard Taylor, thank you for your time on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. Uh, we'll see you this weekend, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And if I could just thank like X Brand Goggles, obviously my dad's company fxr and arma i know you're blitzed up with arma oh god like I, i'm always blitzed up use the you can always use uh blitzed. you can use pulp 20 code to save pulp mx 20 yes. what is it i don't even i should know this. i don't know your code <laughs> do you have a code i don't have a code i wanted a code i don't have a code i love it you know what i just figured out though with the armor stuff and i feel dumb for this but ac actually told me this a month ago or so he's like put the fire in the blitz i wasn't doing that I haven't tried that actually. Oh, see, there you go. Put put a scoop of fire into the blitz while you on a bicycle ride or whatever, and dude, it's awesome. It, it it's awesome. So you'll never bonk ever. Never, never. So uh, try that. But yeah, Arma Arma, good company for sure. Yes, Arma. And then uh, Dunlop's been helping me out. I ran that big giant scoop at WW. It was very helpful. Uh, CTI, Dwayne, and everyone at Simi Valley Cycles for helping me out with bikes. Uh, Dave McCarthy. Um, everyone at KYB and then my buddy Chris Munts actually let me borrow his Yamaha 450 so I have a practice bike during the week. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Daniel Lube and then Mike Duclos and Rock River Yamaha and everybody else. Just I'm so appreciative and all the people that helped me out, helping me get where I need to be. So Absolutely. thanks to everybody. No worries, man. Thank you for the time. I appreciate it. And we'll see you and your pop. Is Pop coming this weekend? He is coming this okay. week. Yep. Right, Will I'll, you be there? Yep. I'll come by. I'll see hi to, say hi to both of you guys for sure. Awesome. Well, thanks again for letting me do this. I love it. I've been listening for so long. It's awesome to be on it. No problem, Richard. Thanks, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.